Researcher Markets forecast that the global IoT security market will grow from 3.86 billion in 2021 to 5.09 billion by 2022. The firm attributes this growth due in part to the companies stabilizing their output after catering to the demand that grew exponentially during the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, the National Institute of Standards and Technology paper recommended criteria for cybersecurity labeling for consumer Internet of Things products posits that to reduce IoT product vulnerabilities, it is important to understand already exploited vulnerabilities in IoT products and ensure that consumer IoT product labeling programs consider these incidents in its criteria to help improve the cybersecurity of the IoT ecosystem. In today's podcast for Future IoT, we are joined by Dr. Dorit Dor, Chief Product Officer with Checkpoint Software Technologies, to further understand IoT security. Dr. Dor, welcome to Podcast for Future IoT. Thank you very much. Happy to be with you. So let's go straight through the topic. What are the IoT cybersecurity threats that organizations face today? Yeah, I think that IoT brings few different risks to the organization. Uh, risk number one is that there are many, many different IoT levels. Some of them would be a, a low-cost web camera and all the way to a high-end IoT. But even the lowest-cost IoT device could be a starting point for an attack. So you take devices that you purchase for a very low cost. You may have set up the default admin for the device. It may be a very easily breakable device, and it could start an attack because it's located on your internal network. So you have to understand the connectivity of the IoT device to the outside world, the connectivity of the IoT device to the internal world, and the fact that it bridges the two things without necessarily having the right IoT controls on them. This is the most evident one. The second part is that people use IoTs in the wild to do DDoS massive attacks by taking over many IoTs in many locations and and doing some of the denial of service or uh, other destruction for the world. These are less focused attacks and more widespread attacks. How common are these attacks in general, though? In which industries do you find them more common, more prevalent? I don't think they are specific to an industry. What happens in these type of attacks is that the attacker would look to the least protected IoT and will just take over them. For example, sometimes the, the least protected IoT would be in a university, but it will be using as a stepping point to attack whatever the attacker wants to attack. So let's differentiate where the IoT sits and what it will attack. So the, the attacker could use thousands and tens of thousands IoT devices to attack a certain point that is unrelated to the place where the IoT was located. Obviously, in other more targeted attacks, it will attack the local LAN in which the IoT is is, uh, is protected. So I think it's less of a sectorial issue. It's more of a general issue of IoT devices being spread around and kind of hindering your security architecture of the organization by creating all these hidden links as the IoT itself could be served as a jump point for your attack. For the last few years uh, with digital transformation and more recently with talks about emerging technologies like IoT, I can assume that many senior leaders are already aware of the challenges imposed by connecting devices to the network. But if you look at your clients that you speak to, what would you say are the most common misconceptions probably and the challenges that everyday enterprises will face in connecting to these devices and securing these devices? 
Okay, so the, the first two biggest misconceptions are, A, I don't have IoT devices here because people do not understand that they have IoT devices in all certain places and because they don't understand that their people brought IoT devices and connected them into their internal network without them knowing about it. So the misconception number one is that they think they don't have them. And the misconception number two is that they think they are protected when they are actually not protected. I think that those that understand that they have IoT devices and that they are, they are risky IoT devices are usually in a good understanding that they have to segment the networks and let's say segregate the IoT to kind of represent the outside world and not the inside world. But then they reach the next difficulty, which is not always easy for them to segment the IoT devices, not always they have the right personnel to perform the security sections, and not always it's easy to understand what is the policy that the IoT actually needs to have, who in the outside world it actually needs to speak to, and who in the inside world it actually needs to speak to. There are many emerging technologies these days outside of IoT. You've got artificial intelligence, machine learning. Most recently, you've got deep learning, right? Can any of these advanced technologies help solve some of the challenges that you have described or, or even fix the misconceptions that organizations have? Yeah, so they are tools in the process to understand them. So if you want to know what IoT devices you have, it's called discovery. There is an element of artificial intelligence that could help you map the devices that are seen on the network to actual IoT devices, map their behavior to an IoT device, etc. But you have to sit on the network and you have to seek IoT devices in order to achieve this. So the artificial intelligence is a tool on the way to identifying the IoT devices. And again, at the next stage, it's a tool to understand what are the minimal privilege policies required for this IoT device. So you could uh, take a lot of data, see how this typical IoT device works, who inside the network it needs to work with and who outside. And this is something that artificial intelligence can help you do. This is something we do with artificial intelligence. We, we help you set autonomous policies. These are policies that kind of sanction the IoT device to only the things it needs to do, kind of zero trust sanctioning policy for the IoT devices. But to do this, you need to have a lot of data on similar IoT devices that exist. So as, as, a, as an organization, uh, you may not have enough data. As a vendor that seeks to secure your IoT devices, you probably have enough data on different uses, usages of this IoT device that could help you sanction or create sectioning policies to the IoT device. What is your recommendation to senior and operations uh, leaders to bring about greater security of IoT devices in the enterprise? So I think that the practices of security that work on everything works here. You have to think about two elements. You have to do a least privilege access, and then within the access, you have to give security as if uh, avoid threats. It means... The zero trust would mean to either segment all your IoT to a separate network or to sanction your IoT to a certain network behavior. And then within the allowed traffic, you should watch the IoT and see that it's not taken over and it's not abused for additional attacks. So the two vectors are kind of reducing the access 
atmosphere of the IoT device to the, to the least limited or to a, to a zoning-based approach. And the other one is understanding what the IoT does and seeing that it behaves like a legitimate IoT device in that sense. I also advise customers to buy IoT devices that have some security built in, some updatability built in. And in that, we could also at Checkpoint help them do this by doing embedded security on the IoT device. Dr. Dor, thank you for joining us on Podcast for Future IoT. Thank you very much. That was Dr. Dorit Dor, Chief Product Officer for Checkpoint Software Technologies on the topic of understanding the fundamentals of securing IoT. You are listening in Podcast for Future IoT. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for a free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podcast for Future IoT. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podcast for Future IoT. Bye for now.